Without any industry ties whatsoever. I go by the name of LA. Go by the name of JW. And I'm Fofo. And this is the Hype Link Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, it's been a, a real sad week in the world of hip hop. Yeah. This, this April 2021. You know, uh, we lost uh, the legend, DMX. The icon. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I guess he had a heart attack as a result of what they say was an overdose. And you know, after people like that pass, you hear all type of conspiracy theories. I've heard a lot of wild stuff. I think uh, a friend of yours, L.A., posted <laughs> posted that um, he didn't die from a heart attack. He got a, a COVID vaccine the week before. And I don't know that to be false. I do know that to be no, that, that was fake news. An, an interesting, weird theory, man. So... I'm not saying, all I'm saying is, as an example, I'm not going to be surprised to hear some stories go around in the coming days and weeks, but uh, as it officially stands, he, he passed as the result of complications from a heart attack, so I'm sad to have him gone, man. He's definitely going to be missed. My man's a legend. DMX, man. Yeah, it's not going to be another one like him, man. He's a unique artist, to say the least. Yeah, you hit it on the nose with that. There's definitely never going to be another one like him. Uh, like, he, he actually embodies... The contradiction of reality. I mean, not the contradiction of reality, but he embodies contradiction as reality. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like he's one of the people who just has a lot of uh, a lot of range, a lot of dynamic range. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and it was all from, him from the dark <laughs> to the light. You know what I'm saying? He he he's shining just as much light as he talked about darkness. He almost had a story of coming from dark to light, back mm-hmm. into darkness, back to the light. You know what I'm saying? It's like the struggle to get to the light yeah. from the darkness. Yeah, he was a regular dude, icon. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so. exactly. And it's it's like the story of Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just going through things, like going through things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, going through life, man. He had a, he had a dark past. Um, he wasn't afraid to share it, like you like you mentioned, LA. And he was one of, he was one of the best at it, man. True poet, man. Yeah, when you lose guys like this, man, they kind of um put a dead in uh, hip-hop because, again, ain't going to be nobody else in hip-hop that's uh, even close to um, his marker, so to speak. Yeah. You know, um, the last person that, you know, that impacted me in hip-hop, you know, um, to this extreme would be uh, Tupac, obviously, right? And uh, along with guys like Mo3, which is fairly new, but, uh, but it's still an impact. And I think when you lose guys like this with a, with a voice you can't replicate, duplicate, and uh, or even imitate, you know what I'm saying? So uh, guys like DMX, he got his own sound. He got his own delivery. When you first heard him, you was like, man, who is this guy? I mean, we thought, you know, John Rue was something, you know, when he first came out. You know, he came out explosive. Yeah. But when DMX man came out and you heard that anthem, stop, drop, shut him down, open up shop. Whoa, whoa! This is how rough riders roll. Yeah, it's, and it was influential because like you can even hear a little bit of DMX and Nelly music. Yeah, you, you know can hear saying? DMX like, some everywhere. In fact, I thought, I thought it was, it was kind of <laughs> coincidental that that you mentioned 
like Ja Rule, because at the beginning, they kind of had the same gruff delivery, but the irony is that X kind of changed the game and brought it back to something that was the opposite of what Ja was doing at the time. And they ain't a shot at Ja. Like, Ja was winning with the kind of bright, bubbly, pop hit I think, sound. I think he was before Ja, though. I know he would. Oh, who X for Ja? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm hundred percent. But then sure. it was the an- antithesis to, I guess, the Puff Daddy era because nah, it was something. Ja I remember was, the beginning ja of the first song. Like his, like his little nigga. Like, yeah. like that was like, like oh, yeah. Like no, I know him. Name. Him, Ja, and Jay was actually in the group together yeah. early on. But you know, at Whatever. that time, Ja was extremely big. Like nah, he wasn't just uh, nah, nah, Ja was you. Ja was you. Oh sure no, Ja was you. I guess my general my general point was the beginning of the very first song y'all seen. So let's take it back to the gutter. You know what I'm saying? X. When X came in, he kind of changed, took it from that bubbly pop sound back to gutter street street messages. Yeah, he took it back hardcore from wherever it was, whether it was Puffy or Jive, whoever it was at the time that was winning with the with the bubbly pop flavored, you know, hits, and there's not a knock to them. But X showed you the other side of that and it was a smash. I mean, he went platinum out the gate. Out the gate. Brand Slipping, new artist. Falling. I can't get up. Yeah. Slipping, that's a classic, falling, man. Can't get up. You're going to hear that a lot over the next few months, man. Man, I tell you, man. X had them joints. Yeah, like LA mentioned, man. He was a, a walking, like proud, I don't want to say contradiction, but he's a human, man. He, man, he was diverse. He was dynamic. Um, And he showed you all sides of that spectrum, man. And all of it was him. First thing I heard DMX on was uh, you remember how they used to do them, them CD samplers? Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was a CD sampler. It had DMX, Onyx. I think Fifty Cent was on there. It's, it's like the, the old Fifty Cent back when Fifty Cent was on Sony. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like before the Dr. Dre shit. Yeah. Like that shit was the coldest. Like that it was it was, it was the coldest, dog. Him he was rapping on songs with Onyx. Like like. That's that's how that's how gritty it was. You know how you know how Onyx was. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just had that thought. Like, like that's the first time I heard DMX on that. Yeah. And then after that, that's when the um, the album came. Yeah. It's Singles. dark and hell is hot. Ninety eight. Yeah. January ninety eight. I think it was definitely the beginning of ninety eight. I don't know if it's January or March. In fact, it may have been. It might have been June because I think he dropped "It's Dark as Hell Is Hot" in June, and then. Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood came out in December. I remember having two platinum albums in the same year, and the second one came like came around to, six months after the first year, one. Too. I mean, that was the, uh, mm. the year of the Hard Knock Life tour. Oh, I, I was there. I seen him there. That's my first concert I ever went to. Jay Z had opened up for DMX too around that time. That's that's the mm. that's the yeah. show. So yeah. it was that, that may yeah, that may be it because um, that was yeah Jay Z DMX was there Method Man and Red Man was there because I remember them. Man, that was a hell of a show. Floating above the stage. That was the first time. That was the first time they played "Jigga My Nigga." The Jigga. Really? When it was as the show was going off, he didn't perform it. But as the show was going off, oh, that's the first time the song like you you heard the songs. It went out then. Yeah, yeah, it went out. That was the first time. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, at that time, X was extremely bigger than you know uh, than Jay Z. Extremely. X was huge. No, X was that dude, man. You know, um, but again, I mean, when we talk about drugs, man, and we talk about Whitney Houston and. We talk about uh, Mac Miller. We talk about uh, who else? Oh, man. I hate to keep going. Out. I mean, uh, Pimp C. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. hate to go down the road because that is the the yin and the yang of this artistry thing, man. And I mean, when you get tied into a label where you get popping off of your pain and then the label says, yeah, we want more of that. Yeah. But in order for an artist like DMX who ain't faking it to dive back into that, dive back into that mind state, 
sometimes he believes he needs certain things to help him dive into that mind state or needs certain things to help him recover from diving into that mind state. And yeah. that's um that that's the unfortunate part of uh, his story, man. Yeah, back in uh what October or September 2019, I mean, he was uh or 2020, I want to say. He was uh, going to rehab. Mm. You know, and uh, he was talking about, you know, getting things back in order. And I know uh, right before that, him and Swiss was talking about putting out another project. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Swiss was extremely excited about it, talking about their brotherhood and all that. And uh, He and got now, a new project. He got a new project. Yeah, he got He got bullets in the chamber. He was talking about that on the Drink Champs. He said it's ready to go almost. He was trying to just wrap it up. But yeah, I heard yeah. he got a song on there with Usher that's supposed to be cold. Like yeah, yeah, and the song he got with uh, Locks that they did the, the video for, right? Explosive. Was, yeah. Oh, you talking about the Locks? That was off the Locks last album. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That absolutely. was dope. That was dope. X came in and bodied that, you know. Yeah. But uh, but you know, you talking about a guy that been addicted with, with crack uh, since he was the age of fourteen. Talking yeah. about a guy that, that that looked up to his big homie, and his big homie laced his uh, his drugs. Uh, uh, it, it gave it to uh, X, so yeah. it kind of puts you in a you know uh, uh, you know give you a pers- perspective or whatever that everybody not not on drugs you know for the same reasons yeah you know and uh, and for his way of continuing doing drugs it's escape away his pain I mean his mama used to beat him uh, allegedly you know mm-hmm. and uh, he just had a really really rough childhood man being out in the street at the age of fifteen and sixteen years old. Uh, no, well known as a stick up kid, allegedly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, pot, you know, uh, I'm about to say Tupac. Wow, but that's why I uh, say his, his his story is like the story of Jesus Christ in a sense that he went through the obstacles. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he went through he went through obstacles. You know what I'm saying? And at at the end of it, he found he found peace. Like not not through the drugs, but through. I don't know, man. I don't want to go too far on the tangent on on that, but I'm just saying, like, uh, like the story of Jesus Christ is you can't keep a good man down. Yeah, the story story of DMX is like he had all these all these negative forces, but at the end of it, even though he died, can't keep a good man down. Nope, the legacy gonna live, man. The legacy's gonna live. And what he did in his time here, man, that that's that's gonna that's gonna be there forever, man. He was one of those, man. Yeah, you can't keep a good man down. You can't keep the spirit down. That's it. Yeah, he, he gonna live on. The spirit gonna definitely live on. Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, and uh, shout out, you know, and condolences to his family. You know, I know he uh, a man. He got fifteen kids. They yeah. say, yes, sir. And uh, I mean, that might be it. Might be seventeen by nine. Who knows? Whatever, but. He was definitely, uh, you know, busy, uh, and you know, for mm. what they say, you know, somewhat a family man. So there you um, go. And I know he was uh, engaged to a, a young lady. I wish I had her name ready. We, we apologize for that. But uh, but you know, shout out to the whole family. I condolences go out to them. So yeah, um, yeah. That's that. It's it's a sad sad thing to see. But yeah. like uh, I saw Swiss Beats mention. And this is obviously somebody that's super close to him, as close as family, probably, because Swiss done known him for a long time. He actually was happy be happy for X because what he saw in the recent history was X in a lot of pain over like over the past few years of his life, man. And he said his brother is has been relieved from that pain. So he's actually 
happy for that relief because he was not in a good space here. He could never really stay out of the places mentally that he knew were not healthy for him. So Right, but it, it, another thing too is in the midst of him uh, you know, going through his pain, he still had room to to, to spread joy for others. And like spark spark good, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of his people who he he probably concealed his pain from. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like probably you know you know how it is, like you hear a news report or, or even if you hear something on the street about somebody you care about and they they somebody like that you feel like that's just out of character for them. You know what I'm saying? Just because yeah. you don't know that side of them and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think like, you know, as as we talk about it, like with it, with his legacy, it's not it's not all dark. You know what I'm saying? Like nope. his life was Oh, he'll pray for anybody. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like not not just pray, like like just his his presence. Like we just watched the video clip like uh somebody walked up and they was asking him for an autograph and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um he didn't want to get an autograph. Not because he was being rude or anything like that, but just because what you say, that's just something that he just don't, he don't do. do. Say so he's a human being, man. You know, that's it. Yeah. I don't sign autographs, and that's just something I don't do. It's not any disrespect to you, you know. And it seemed like they left on good terms. She she understood, man. And you know, yeah. that's the thing about X. Like anytime he talked to somebody, he communicated, he conversed with somebody, they realized how much of a human he is. Right. And he left them better than they were when they came there, man. Exactly. He's a genuine dude. And exactly. there's nobody that knows him personally that would not say that, man. It, it was a teachable moment. Like, because there were some young people that, that came up to him asking him for an autograph. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So so basically, they coming up with entitlement. They they feel like he's a celebrity. He got something that, that they want, which is attention. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They yeah. want him to sign an autograph. He's like, nah, I ain't going to sign it. So then she's like, why not? He said, if you give me a good reason for your logic, then I'll sign it. Her right. logic was, it ain't gonna hurt you to give me your autograph, right? Just like you said, he said, "Well, I don't do that." She taught her respect. Yeah. These these two teenagers or, or young twenty year olds or something like that, yeah. like you know, who walked away with a little bit of perspective, right? And, and, the, he, and he didn't have to disrespect them to do it, right? You know, he might have gave him something better, might have gave him a picture or something, but yeah, ain't no telling. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's a lesson learned, though. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, I know one thing. It's, it's new music. When we do get a chance to hear it, and I, I'm excited about it, mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna hit different. It's gonna hit different, man. Yeah, Anytime somebody. Pass away in a, in a fashion like that, you know, uh, it's gonna definitely hit different, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the words, the words are heavier. It's like damn, like like you hear it, you hear it a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you you know for a fact he told he told a prayer on this album. I, I can promise you that. Oh yeah, no, X ain't gonna you leave know. you an album without without leaving you with a prayer, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you know, uh, again, condolences go out to the family. You know, uh, hate to lose uh, another legend. Yeah, shout out to the family because it, it's it's definitely like hard whenever you lose somebody who's you know one of the more influential people in, in the life. You know yeah. what I'm saying, or one yeah. of the people who stick out. You know, shout out to his manager, Ro. You know, yeah. I know I know they were like super super tight. Hmm. Yeah, Man. and, and uh, I hate to I hate to mention uh, you know folks that kind of like post and, and, and share you know pictures and, and love of X just for cloud chasing, but they definitely out there. But I mean, like like that's what, a natural what, part what, of that process. Is, yeah, what is cloud chasing though? Like like that, that's saying that you love this that much. That you feel that it amplifies you. Yeah. So, so if you cloud chasing, that means you're just doing it for attention. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they may be doing it for attention, but yeah. but they doing it. They feel like that's attention worthy. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the bottom of it, it's something about that 
that make them even feel like. And that just comes with the ter- territory, the age we in now. So, so to me, you just don't give no those people no extra attention, and, and all that ends up happening is they promote X more. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It like, is what it yeah, is. It don't man. matter where it comes from. It's just yeah. spreading it. You right. Know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Yes, right? sir. So, yeah, you all told into the Hype Link podcast. Uh, like, you know, uh, subscribe, comment. You know, uh, let's keep this thing going. Keep the culture moving forward. Uh, y'all have a blessed day. Yeah. Y'all. R.I.P.X. Yeah.